1: Deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello everybody, Mark Levin
0: here, our number 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. Those of you who had access to a television and watched the spectacle of the last hour and a half must be furious, absolutely furious. Those of you who care about this country and the Constitution and the franchise. The House of Representatives didn't do a damn thing. The Democrats did it all on their own. They control the House of Representatives. And they use the moniker of the House. But the fact is, what the Democrats did today and yesterday and the day before is on them. And the Scarlet Letter impeachment will be on their foreheads, not on the President's. The President continues to be the target the Democrat Party press and the Democrat Party. He continues to be the target of Washington, D.C. and the elites in Manhattan. This president has complied with every court order. He's complied with every constitutional provision. He's complied with every statute and every rule and every regulation. And they can't point to any that he is violated they make allegations they're filled with platitudes russia campaign violations his lawyers his businesses his family and now this now i have a question If the United States Senate is going to call witnesses, if the United States Senate is going to conduct evidentiary inquiries, then what exactly is the point of the House of Representatives' role in impeachment? If the Senate is going to do investigations and have hearings, in effect, witnesses, and receive additional evidence from the House, or any other source for that matter, then what is the point of an impeachment inquiry in the House of Representatives? There is none. Now, do you think the framers were so stupid that they would build into the Constitution that both bodies of the House of Representatives and the Senate would conduct evidentiary investigations and call witnesses? Of course not. We're not required to follow the insanity and the political hackery of the Democrat Party and their media mouthpieces. We get to think like rational human beings and patriotic Americans. The Republicans in the House of Representatives were not permitted to call witnesses. The president, the target of the Democrats in the House of Representatives, was not permitted to call witnesses or to present evidence. The whistleblower, so-called, who was said to have instigated all this, his name wasn't even permitted to be uttered in the United States House of Representatives or by the vast majority of the media. And he was not called as a witness because he would expose the cabal and the silent coup that was taking place. John Bolton, such a crucial witness, they tell us, but they didn't pursue him. They moved on without him. Instead, we had a bunch of bureaucrats from the State Department and other places testifying about their opinions. There's no first-hand evidence of wrongdoing because there's no wrongdoing. But the Senate, the Democrats tell us, if they're to hold an impartial trial, must call John Bolton, must call three other witnesses demanded by the Democrats in the Senate, who are not called by the Democrats in the House, So the Republicans must call the witnesses that the Democrats demand in the Senate, in the minority, but when they're in the majority and they had iron-fisted control in the House, they didn't call the witnesses. Moreover, the Republicans in the Senate are being told they must not call Hunter Biden and Adam Schiff at all. They can't call them. they're being told. But there has to be impartial justice, folks. Impartial justice. There was no due process by the Democrat majority in the House that's been afforded the previous presidents who have faced impeachment, or judges who have faced impeachment under similar circumstances. This president was denied it. The only target of a House impeachment who's ever been denied due process. Then they're in a hurry. We got to get this done. We were told over and over again we can't trust Trump with national security. We can't trust him in the next election. Hurry up, vote, hurry up, vote. Then they vote. Then they do the rope-a-dope, slow motion. For almost a month. For almost a month. They sit on the articles of impeachment because the Democrats in the House are trying to blackmail the Republicans in the Senate. The two articles of impeachment, obstruction of justice, excuse me, obstruction of Congress and abuse of power, are unconstitutional. Just as the framers of the Constitution in Philadelphia rejected maladministration, Madison and others made the point you can't try to remove a president based on mal-administration, then the president of the United States will have no independent power. He'll be answerable to the House and the Senate. They're not a parliament. We have separation of powers. And so the precedent has now been set that you can impeach a president of the United States if he dares to go to court and challenge the authority of another branch of government that subpoenas... Wildly, recklessly subpoenas his staff, his records, and so forth and so on. That in and of itself, seeking judicial review, is now an impeachable offense. Obstruction of Congress. And abuse of power is even weaker. Because they have nothing. 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 They're in a hurry, they're not in a hurry. Then we hear this. This is a political process. Except when it's not a political process. It's supposed to be impartial justice. Well, which is it? Is it a political process, which we know does not provide for impartial justice, or is it impartial justice? Which is it? And what happened in the House with the Democrats? Was that impartial justice? There's not a terrorist that attacked us on 9-11 that we get the treatment in a courtroom that the President of the United States has received in the House of Representatives by the Democrats. That's how abominable and unconscionable this entire process has been. So what's the role of the Senate? Is it a political process, or must they do impartial justice? And must they accept new evidence, quote-unquote, evidence, even the media? We have new evidence. Evidence? What makes it evidence? It hasn't even been vetted. It hasn't even been challenged. But it's evidence. Oh, we have new evidence from an indicted Ukrainian who's looking for a deal in the Southern District of New York but can't seem to find one. So evidence comes over the transom at the 11th hour that the Senate must use in addition to witnesses because we want to repeat what took place in the House of Representatives, don't you know? New evidence. Media calls it evidence. It's neither a political process, ladies and gentlemen, even though it's motivated by politics, And it's not a criminal or a civil courtroom process. It is a uniquely constitutionally stated process. It's the Constitution, not politics, not criminal or civil courtrooms, that we look to. And what does the Constitution compel in a case like this? What does the Constitution compel? Well, we know a little bit about this. The reason the Senate has a role in this process is because there was significant debate over whether there should be impeachment at all, given the fact that a president is up for election every four years. Given the fact that they wanted co-equal branches and there was some grave concerns about an out-of-control House of Representatives But there were also grave concerns about an out-of-control president. So the whole goal here was to keep people in their boxes. So what is the job of the Senate here? Now that the Republicans in the Senate control the trial process. Not the arcane rules that were used during Clinton or this. uh, The Republicans control the process 100%. They decide the rules. What should they do? What does the Constitution guide them to do? Let me ask you. Now that you know, and you've known, that they've been trying to remove this duly elected president from day one, Russia collusion, the Mueller investigation, the Southern District in New York, whistleblower, and all the rest. Now that you know the processes that were used in the House by the Democrats the railroad job the Soviet-style Star Chamber cherry-picking witnesses cherry-picking evidence secret testimony in the basement of the House of Representatives witnesses with no first-hand knowledge witnesses without any material information a harried vote and then a slowed process. What do you think the Constitution compels the Republicans of the Senate to do in order to protect all the branches of government that are involved in this, in order to protect future presidents, in order to ensure that future houses do not conduct itself this way under this Democrat majority? What do you think the Constitution of the United States compels? It compels a dismissal. The reason the Senate is in this process is not to duplicate what the House did or to fill its gaps, to call witnesses, to gather evidence, at the demand of the minority party in the Senate, which is the majority party in the House. The Senate is not a plaything of the Democrat National Committee or Nancy Pelosi or CNN and MSNBC and the rest of them. The Senate is its own institution. And for impeachment purposes, it was created. Created. To protect us from a rogue majority in the House of Representatives. That's why it has the role that it has. That's why the standard for removing a president is so high. Two-thirds of the senators present. Two-thirds. Not a simple majority. It's a simple majority to impeach, not to remove. Chief Justice also plays a role. Minimal, but nonetheless. They wanted the entire body politic involved. All the branches. What do you think the framers of the Constitution would say? Just go ahead with the trial? Call the witnesses the Democrats insist on? Take new evidence that comes over the transom at the 11th hour. Do what Nancy Pelosi says. Think that's what the framers of the Constitution would say, or would they say? Senator, you need to fix this. You don't fix this by having a typical trial, you don't fix this by calling witnesses. This is bigger than what the Democrats are trying to do to the president. This is about the Constitution. This is about the Republic. This is about whether we can survive into the future as a Republic. This is about fixing what the House of Representatives did and protecting the office of the presidency and the right to judicial review by our courts. That's what this case is about now. Not about John Bolton. Not about this Ukrainian guy who was indicted. This is bigger. Bigger than the articles of impeachment. It is bigger than the impeachment clause. The Senate has a responsibility to kill this and kill it now. I'll be right back.
1: love in.
0: As the new year begins, Hillsdale College thanks you for your loyalty to freedom. Since 1844, Hillsdale has held fast to its mission to provide the kind of education essential to preserving free government. And for decades, the college has extended its educational mission on behalf of Liberty through a variety of outreach programs. Perhaps you receive Primus for free every month or have taken one of Hillsdale's excellent free online courses or have attended one of Hillsdale's free regional events. You know of Hillsdale's refusal to take even one penny of government money. Now, this independence allows the college to focus on its core purposes, learning, character, faith, and freedom, without government interference. So during this season of blessings, Hillsdale thanks you for your partnership in extending its mission to the rest of the country. Happy New Year from Hillsdale College. And to learn more... Visit levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. I have a message for Romney and Collins, Murkowski, Gardner, and Alexander. Five of them, perhaps there'll be more. Who have claimed that they want witnesses are leaning in that direction. Maybe they'll accept new evidence. If this is your position, then you're giving aid and comfort to what took place in the House of Representatives. You're giving your personal, political, and moral imprimatur to what took place in the House of Representatives. Moreover, you are not upholding your constitutional oath you are not doing impartial justice. You're throwing in with the mob. You're throwing in with a gang. In fact, you're gonna give your own kind of patina of credibility and independence to what has been a corrupt and diabolical process. And you will not be upholding the Constitution, which in my view compels putting this to death.
2: America's passionately cerebral voice. Talk
0: with that voice now. 877 381 3811. Impartial justice, Nancy Pelosi says today. Partial justice. Rather than a cover up. So the Senate must call witnesses that the House did not call. She's insane. She's a moron. She's fascistic. But I have a question for you on partial justice. Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Klobuchar, Bennett, four Democrat senators who are still running for president. Cory Booker, Harris, Gillibrand, three Democrat senators who dropped out of the race. That's seven Democrat senators. All of whom, in their various speeches and debates, have convicted the President of the United States. All of them. All of them. Of course, it's self-serving. They have wanted and do want to be President of the United States. So tell me, how are they going to sit there in the United States Senate, all seven of them, and be impartial? How will Bernie Sanders and Warren and Klobuchar and Bennett and Booker and Harris and Gillibrand be impartial? They won't be. How about Schumer, who day after day reads the speech that's handed to him on the Senate floor, attacking the President of the United States as lawless, violating the Constitution? How will the minority leader in the Senate be impartial? He won't be. So what's all this talk by Pelosi and her ilk and her fellow mobsters in and out of the media about impartial justice? Particularly considering their own conduct in the House of Representatives. It's a political process, you see, when it benefits them. And it's a justice process when it benefits them. Call witnesses when it benefits them. Don't call witnesses when it doesn't benefit them. Make a speedy judgment when it benefits them. Slow it down. Rope a dope. When it benefits them. How about that? The problem the Republicans have in the Senate is twofold. They have at least five Republicans who will not uphold the Constitution of the United States and protect the Senate, the Presidency, the Constitution, the Republic, and the people from what's taken place in the House of Representatives. The greatest amount of credit and pride goes to the Republicans in the House. And I salute Kevin McCarthy and Steve Scalise for their leadership. Not one Republican broke ranks and participated in this Stalinist Star Chamber railroad job. Not one. They're not all conservatives. They're not all Trump supporters. But they saw what they saw. They were abused throughout this process. Romney, Collins, Murkowski, Alexander, Gardner. You know what's interesting about these five, Mr. Producer? Do you remember them going to TV, going to the microphones, and demanding as a group or individually that the House of Representatives call witnesses? Do you remember that? I don't remember that. Do you? Did Mitt Romney insist that the House of Representatives called John Bolton as a witness? No, he didn't. Why didn't he do that? Why didn't any of them do that? Why didn't they call and demand that Adam Schiff and Jerry Nadler call John Bolton and other witnesses they now say they want to hear from? Are they not familiar with the Constitution? We should just have another investigation in the Senate which makes this all quite superfluous. One of the bodies is superfluous. It's the House or the Senate. Where were you, Mick? Where were you, Susan? Where were you, Lisa, Lamar, Corey? You were nowhere. You didn't demand witnesses when the Democrats controlled the process in the House. You didn't demand that the Republicans be able to call witnesses. You still don't. They want to hear from John Bolton. Let me ask Romney, Collins, Murkowski, Alexander, Gardner, putative Republicans, let me ask them all a question. Let's say the President of the United States says, you cannot call my former national security advisor. I've got history and court decisions on my side that there's an inner circle that a president must be able to rely on, and Congress doesn't have a right to subpoena them for any purpose, to gather information. And that privilege, executive privilege, separation of powers, belongs not to John Bolton, but to the president of the United States. Now, he'll make his own decision, but I'm saying. When Mitt Romney says, or Lisa Murkowski says, or Susan Collins, or Lamar Alexander or Cory Gardner, we might want to hear from John Bolton. Do they not understand separation of powers? Do they not understand the Constitution? This was the whole point of the litigation where John Bolton went to federal court and said, I don't know what to do. What do you want me to do? If the House of Representatives calls me, should I go or should I not go? And you know what the House of Representatives did? They said, you know what, we don't want to hear from him, but we're going to include this in an article of impeachment against the president. How dare he, how dare the president of the United States even suggest that we don't get to hear from John Bolton or anyone else we want, even though we don't want to hear from them? And how dare the president go to a federal court? Can't do that. We're the House of Representatives, at least the Democrats. Is that what the Constitution says? Is that how separation of powers, balance of powers, co-equal branches, is that how it works? No. You don't get to throw around the label impeachment for the purpose of conducting whatever investigation you want to conduct, issuing whatever subpoenas you want to issue, and demanding that you and only you have a role in this process. The executive branch must surrender and the judicial branch must surrender. Since when? Where is that written? And the true story here and it'll be written in history, because I'll make sure of it myself, is that the tyranny, the fascism, exists among the Democrats in the House of Representatives. It is they who have defied tradition. It is they who reject the Magna Carta, the Constitution of the United States, fundamental due process. It is they who have turned the Constitution into a Democrat Party playbook, who have used our resources, our tax dollars, our committee rooms, to advance their political Democrat Party left-wing agenda in hopes of winning the next election. When Nancy Pelosi said that Donald Trump was impeached and it will last forever, listen to this, cut
3: three, go. On December 18th, the House of Representatives impeached the President of the United States. An impeachment that will last forever. An allegation
0: by the Democrats in the House without a single Republican that will last forever. And here's what this clown doesn't understand. It'll be a stain on her name for eternity. For eternity, true historians, true law professors, true students of the Constitution, as time goes on, are going to see Nancy Pelosi as Joseph Stalin and drag. That's right, I said it. Joseph Stalin and drag. Nobody who believes in liberty and the rule of law believes in the process that Nancy Pelosi imposed upon the nation. And this is why the Republicans in the Senate must stand up to this, not treat this as a, a regular trial, if you will. Impartial justice, I tell the Republicans in the Senate, compels you to dismiss these articles of impeachment not to pursue a trial, not to call witnesses in the second phase. It compels you to denounce what's taken place in the House of Representatives, to denounce this corrupt impeachment, to denounce Nancy Pelosi. That's what the Constitution compels. I saw this senator from Alaska. What is his name? Sullivan or something? Pathetic. Weak. We're going to have a fair trial, he says. How can you have a fair trial when everything presented to the Senate is tainted by poisonous partisan politics? How can you have a fair trial? is so imbecilic. I'll be right back. As the new year begins, Hillsdale College thanks you for your loyalty to freedom. Since 1844, Hillsdale has held fast to its mission to provide the kind of education essential to preserving free government. And for decades, the college has extended its educational mission on behalf of liberty through a variety of outreach programs— Perhaps you receive Imprimus for free every month or have taken one of Hillsdale's excellent free online courses or have attended one of Hillsdale's free regional events. You know of Hillsdale's refusal to take even one penny of government money. Now, this independence allows the college to focus on its core purposes, learning, character, faith and freedom without government interference. So during this season of Blessings, Hillsdale thanks you for your partnership in extending its mission to the rest of the country. Happy New Year from Hillsdale College. And to learn more, visit levinforhillsdale.com That's L-E-V-I-N for hillsdale.com Tell me, would these same Democrats and their media supporters? Support the impeachment of FDR for using the IRS against his political opponents and opposition newspapers? Would they support the impeachment, abuse of power, of course, for JFK for using the IRS and FBI against his political opponents? Would they support the impeachment of LBJ for using the IRS, FBI, and CIA? against his political opponents? How about Woodrow Wilson for putting journalists and political opponents in prison? These are their heroes. How about Obama using the FBI to go after Fox and the AP and even the fools of the New York Times? How about the great Abraham Lincoln during the Civil War for imprisoning journalists, suspending habeas corpus, and shutting down newspapers? Would they have supported his impeachment? How about John Adams for shutting down newspapers and imprisoning journalists under the Sedition Act? And they say that Trump has abused power, that he should be removed from office. Bernie Sanders says he's the most dangerous president ever. so many americans being played for buffoons because they don't know our history and they sit there with their mouths open and their tongues their tongues out listening and watching to the propaganda in the media this is a dark day with more dark days to follow and if these five republicans in the senate don't stand up for this country for the constitution and they need to be removed. What the hell good are they? I don't want to hear that people who want witnesses actually want a trial. That people who want witnesses are actually upholding the Constitution. That's a lie. It's a bald-faced lie. It's not the job of the United States Senate to pick up where the House of Representatives left off. They're not the lapdogs of Nancy Pelosi, and Adam Schiff, and Jerry Sandler, and uh, this, uh, N- Nadler. This is why I've taken the position from day one that this should be dismissed. And even better, McConnell and his own should have called it null and void. Now, I know the backbenchers have been repeating what I've said. All of a sudden, their little 15-watt light bulb has gone off. Hey, you know what? That's a good argument. Go for it, morons. Go for it. You heard it here first because I know what the hell I'm talking about. We need to keep the pressure on. They don't have the votes, the Republicans, to dismiss. In other words, they don't have the votes to uphold the Constitution. That is a sad state. That is an appalling state. The Democrats have the vote for tyranny. And we don't have the votes to uphold the Constitution and stop them. Think about that. No, the President won't be convicted. That's not the point. The point is this this poison, this cancer that's been unleashed by the Democrats in the House against our society. They're rebels, don't you know? What do they call themselves? The resistance. will be enshrined for the future. That's the problem. It's a big problem. I also want to encourage you to download the podcast so you can hear this program anytime, day or night, seven days of the week. If we're preempted or if you're busy and you can't listen to it live on our wonderful affiliates, there's an alternative, an option. You go to MarkLevinShow.com. That's the mothership website for the radio program. MarkLevinShow.com. Click on the Audio Rewind. It's at the middle top of the homepage. Middle top of the homepage. Takes you to the podcast page. Then you pick the podcast. The platform that you want. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcast. That's three clicks and you're in. Strongly recommend that you download the podcast so you have it for whenever you need it if you ever want to listen to it maybe you want to listen to it twice, who knows maybe you're in the car at an odd time of the day or night I'll be right back
1: He's here He's here
0: managers in the House impeachment were marching over to the Senate side, Mr. Producer, it looked like the Grim Reapers or the Bataan Death March or something like that. All right, Jerry Nadler, this little pipsqueak, he's a pipsqueak. Cut one, go. We couldn't wait... Because, I mean, some people said, well, you know, let the election take care of it. He's trying to cheat
4: in that election.
0: So let's stop here. You know, uh, back in 1960, old man Joseph Kennedy, Joe Kennedy Sr., bought votes in two states that were believed to help John Kennedy get elected president of the United States. Chicago votes also came in late with Richard Daly. Questions about Texas, questions about West Virginia. Nixon didn't go to court to challenge it. In fact, Nixon didn't really challenge it even politically. And people later asked him why, for all the hate towards Nixon. He said, I did not want to undercut the belief of the American people in their electoral system. This is the man you're supposed to hate, Nixon. When Al Gore lost the presidency in 2000 under the Electoral College, he went to court. He didn't care if it undermined the electoral process or not. Litigated throughout Counties in Florida that he thought he could win and get politically elected judges to give him what he wanted. Until the U.S. Supreme Court put an end to it. It's gotten so bad now, ladies and gentlemen, where we have people like Gerald Nadler telling us that future elections are going to be stolen. Should Donald Trump win, his second term will be illegitimate why I tell you these people hate the country they hate our founding they hate the constitution and most of all as I've told you for what three years now they hate you because if you vote and elect Donald Trump president again God willing he's saying already that'll be an illegitimate election they attack our institutions they use them against themselves. And this is the situation. Go ahead.
5: So it is essential that we bring this impeachment to stop the president from trying to rig, not from trying, he tried, from rigging the next election, from conspiring with a foreign government as the Russian government attempted to, to, to rig our last election.
0: This man is insane. He's also a coward. He will not come on this program. He'll go on MSNBC and CNN and friendly radio shows. He will not come here. Because I got him like a flounder, Mr. Producer. Intellectually, of course. Now, Jerry Nadler attacks the United States Senate. Threatens them. Threatens them. I hope those five Weak links in the Republican chain are listening in the United States Senate. Cut to, go. This is a test of the Constitution. The president's conduct violates the Constitution in every single way. Trying to rig an election.
5: Stonewalling the Congress is saying no one may testify because I Didn't rig an
0: election. Didn't try to rig an election. He must be confused with the Obama administration and the Hillary Clinton campaign and the DNC and their collusion with the Russians and with a British spy. They're the ones who tried to change the outcome of an election. Were there spies implanted in the Hillary campaign by the FBI? No, there weren't. Were the FICE investigations through the back door of the Hillary Clinton campaign? No, there were not. All done All done to Trump. And amazingly, he' still won. And this is what they're furious about. They used the FBI, they used the intelligence services, the Department of Justice, they used the FISA courts, they had the media on their side, almost a monopoly media, and they lost. And they're saying they're not going to allow that to happen again. And should Trump win again, that means he cheated, you see. Go ahead.
5: We're up this fight Congress. But
0: it's a shut up the- you slob, you're good-for-nothing putz. That's right, I said it. You creep. Listen to you slobber all over yourself. And that procedure didn't work. You're still built like Montana. Let's get on to the next beauty, Nancy Pelosi. As she waddles up to the microphone. She must go to John Kerry's uh, plastic surgeon, both of them. With the mashed potatoes in their forehead, it's unbelievable, unbelievable. Let's listen to this genius. Cut four, Mr. Producer. Go.
3: I'm going to see the Russians now uh, hacking uh, in in Ukraine. Less. Oh my year.
0: God! Her Biden, between the two of them, obviously there's some issues here. Their top candidate and their Speaker of the House gibberish gibberish and liberalism comes out of their mouths can't complete
3: a sentence well go ahead yesterday or day before it just reminds me that I think most Americans would think that voters in America should decide who our president is not Vladimir Putin and Russia Deciding well, then what trade.
0: did you and your hero, Barack Obama, do about it when they were interfering in our election in 2016? Genius. Who ran the intelligence agencies? Who ran national security? Who ran the Department of Homeland Security? Who ran the FBI and the Department of Justice? What did you do, you twit? What did, what did Obama do? That moron. That's right. What did he do? Not a damn thing that was effective. Trump was a candidate. He wasn't in charge of the government. Meanwhile, there's Obama. You know, uh, tell Vlad after the election, you know, be more flexible. Selling out the country left and right. Giving $150 billion to the enemy in Iran. We can go
3: on and on, but why should I? Go ahead. It is. It is. I'm very concerned. Shut up, you idiot.
0: And that big-dub slug of a husband of yours, where's his tax returns for the last 10 years? Paul Pelosi, double P. Paul Pelosi. He's a financial investor and a commercial realtor, don't you know, out there in San Francisco. What do we know about Paul Pelosi? Nothing. Why don't we know anything about Paul Paula? I do remember that 60 Minutes piece. I played it for you on television. Where she's holding up legislation that... And they're getting early investments. What was it?
3: Visa? Something like that.
0: Let's go to cut five. Go.
3: This is as serious as it gets for any of us. Only- no, it's not. This isn't serious. You're not serious.
0: You're dangerous. You're fascistic. You also have a few loose screws if you get my drift. You and that jerk Nadler and the other jerk Schiff. Three of you march up there like the three stooges. And I'm warning the Senate. I'm warning this little punk Nadler. He's warning the Senate. Warning the Senate. Lay off the meatloaf, you idiot.
3: Go ahead. The vote to declare war would be something more serious than this. We take it very seriously.
0: Really? You didn't look like it. That spectacle a few hours ago when you were signing the articles of impeachment and sending it over to the Senate and handing out pens with a big smirky smile on that stretched face of yours. Yes. Handing out the pens as souvenirs. Very serious. We've never been... So serious in our lives, ladies. Never seen anything like this. Never. Never before have we seen anything like this. Of course, Obama. Clinton. They compare this to Clinton. Clinton was accused by the independent counsel, Ken Starr, as he must put in his report under the old independent counsel law of 11 felonies. 11 felonies. They can't even cobble together one felony against this president. And they had a special counsel. He couldn't either. fact, when he testified, his face fell into his coffee cup. He didn't know where he was. Mr. Mueller. Mr. Mueller, are you awake? Yes, of course I am. This report. What report? Your report. Oh, my report. Yes, yes. What about my report? Do you stand behind? Of course I do. Stand behind my report. Do you know what it says? Well, I don't know. What does it say? I don't know. What page? Page 13. Does that come after 12? The press had promoted this guy like he's a prophet. Oh, it's Robert Mueller. his reputation. Never seen anything like this man before. Unbelievable. Get a whistleblower. Who's a hack? A CIA operative working with Schiff and his staff and the hacks on that staff Ah. can't give out his name can't identify him and the media is compliant no 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 we can't give out his name might be dangerous can't give out his name well he's trying to bring down a president No, no 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 you don't understand you don't understand it's dangerous and we don't need him anyway we don't need him now anyway He triggered the whole process, but now we have all kinds of hearsay witnesses, particularly our beloved former ambassador to Ukraine. What's her face? Oh, yeah. She was unbelievable. She was great. What's her name? I don't know, but she was great. Terrific. And by the way, there's new evidence tonight. Now, keep in mind, this is the same media that loved Avenatti. Remember Michael Avenatti, Mr. Producer? Wasn't he arrested yesterday by the IRS while he had a hearing in front of the California bar that's considering taking his license away? He was on TV hundreds of times, CNN's favorite guest. Now we'll get Trump. We've got Avenatti and the porno star. How do they know she's a porno star? What do they watch, porno? How do they know she's not a third-tier porno actress? I don't know. What was her name? Oh, Stormy Daniels. Climate change, Daniels. Where's she? Disappeared. Where's Avenatti? The media have so beclowned themselves. It's unbelievable how sleazy they are doing the work of the Democrats and vice versa. I'll have more. We'll be right back. Mark in. Do you know what we do at Levin TV on the Blaze TV Network? Well, we give you intelligent content you won't see anywhere else. and is not impressed with the field of Democrats. He was on the morning schmo show today. This, 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 isn't this amazing? Joe Scarborough trashes anyone who's rational. But he has Al Sharpton on his show. This shows you what a clown this guy is. Just took a few shekels. And Joe Scarborough was happy to jump rope for the left. And that's what he does. He's a performing monkey, is Joe Scarborough. That's what he is. Al Sharpton's on the Morning Joe show and his in-depth political analysis. Cut, 10, go.
5: One thing Donald Trump and I used to do is both of us would go to boxing matches. He, of course, was hosting Mike Tyson. I was a friend of Tyson's and the promoters. You don't become champion by just saying, I'll get by this round. you got to take the title. And I didn't see anybody in the, on the stage last night or in the ring that really said, I'm taking charge. I can be president. I can take on Donald Trump because he is going to come in with that kind of mindset. And I don't see that mindset yet in any of the candidates.
0: Well, he's right about that. I'm sure Al Sharpton was grilled about his views of anti-Semitism in Brooklyn and elsewhere. Wasn't he, Mr. Producer? Then we move on to Van Jones on CNN last night. I thought Jones was a communist. Maybe not. I'm not making allegations. I'm really not. I thought he was, but I could be wrong. What was his take? Cut, 11, go.
6: As a progressive, to see those two
0: Sorry, he's a progressive, of course Yes Go ahead
6: As a progressive, to see those two Have that level of vitriol Was very dispiriting And, and I he want to means say
0: that by that Sanders and Elizabeth Warren Go ahead
6: He was dispiriting the Democrats got to, to do better than what we saw tonight There was nothing I saw tonight that would be able to take Donald Trump out, and I want to see a a, a Democrat in the White House as soon as possible. There was nothing tonight that, if you're looking at this thing, you say, any of these people are prepared for what Donald Trump is going to do to us, and to see further division tonight is very dispiriting.
0: I'm sorry, he's dispirited, Van Jones. Dispirited. And what did Joe Scarborough think? And, of course, John Heileman, hi Heileman, had 12 goals.
5: It was a dull debate. It was a plotting debate. By the way, way, John, I mean, nobody looked good on that debate stage.
0: Kind of like uh, your studio. Trust me, nobody looks good in your studio, Joe. Go ahead.
5: What everybody's saying... Behind the scenes, I mean that who I've talked to, nobody looked good on the debate stage last night. It was a right. it was D- probably D- everybody's D- weakest performance.
0: Oh, no, thanks, Joe. Like your performance every morning. How much time do I have, Mr. Producer? Joe Biden mumbling his way through the debate last night. Hat tip, grabian, cut 13. Go.
5: And I think it's a mistake to pull out the, straw, the small number of troops. Uh, 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 the, the reason he made the strike was because our embassies were about to be bombed. I would not meet with uh, uh, absent preconditions instead of poking our eye and uh, po- po- excuse me, poking our finger in the eye of all our friends by stealing our intellectual, stealing our intellectual property, their corporate state system to, uh, uh, to our significant disadvantage of anyone running up here. Industries reduce the cost. Is he of... doing an
0: imitation of Nancy Pelosi? Just curious. Go ahead.
5: It sets up, it allows all the drug companies, to, excuse me, it allows you to, Medicare to negotiate, which Jesus. should be free universal infant care. But here's the deal over 500 miles a day. Uh, excuse me, uh, 250 miles a day. There's no oppor- there's no choice but to, for N- Nancy Pelosi that I think of the the American people. I headed up the Recovery Act, which put more money into fossil uh, moving away from fossil fuels to to enter to uh, uh, solar energy. If they, the vast majority, believe their children will never reach the stage that they read, they they've reached an economic security.
0: Wow. Any country out there speak gibberish? Because this guy has perfect gibberish. And a negative IQ. This is the leader of the Democrat pack. This is why they're trying to take Trump out. I'll be right back. So I've been watching these riots around the country. I'm absolutely sickened. I'm sure most of you are. You know, John Locke once said, law is not to abolish or restrain, but to preserve and enlarge freedom. Where there's no law, there's no freedom. You want to let rioters burn down your cities? There goes your freedom. You want to get rid of cops? There goes your freedom. You want to elect Joe Biden? There goes your freedom. As you've heard me say many times, I have a liberty agenda. And at Levin TV, which airs on Blaze TV, you can watch this come to life with our conservative pro-American content that reveres our Constitution and champions our individual freedoms. This is what we do each and every day. And there's never been a better time to check us out. Just go to levintv.com, L-E-V-I-N-TV.com, and sign up today for a free 30-day trial. That's right, we're going to give you a full month of Levin TV and all the other great shows on Blaze TV at no cost to you, but only if you subscribe right now at levintv.com.
1: Constitutional Convention, The Mark Levin Show. Call in now, 877-381-3811.
0: I'm not a former federal prosecutor. I'm not a former judge. I am a forever student of the Constitution, since the age of 13. This is why I know this stuff. There's always more to read, and I'm a voracious reader, of things that interest me. I read nothing that doesn't interest me. This is my great interest. The Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, the philosophy that went behind it, and them, and the people. Some people have their other hobbies, Baseball, golf, whatever it is, this is my hobby. This is what I do. This is what I love. So you can hear my passion, you can hear my arguments. This is why people who don't spend as much time studying these topics monitor this program. Can't say I blame them. What I blame them for is the way they do it. And there's more to say, and by the way, not tonight, but tomorrow night, Thursday again, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, I'll be on Hannity for the first time in what, a month, Mr. Producer? He asks me every damn day. Every damn day. I just can't do that. But tomorrow night, we'll do it. The issues are just too important. Now, let's face it. Most New Year's resolutions are hard to keep. Get more exercise, save more money. Well, I have a resolution that's easy to keep. Stop wasting time going to the post office. Use stamps.com instead. And with stamps.com, you can do anything. Anything you do at the post office. Right from your computer. Plus, stamps.com gives you something you can't get at at the post office. Big discounts On postage. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. Once your mail is ready, just hand it to your mail carrier drop it in the mailbox. It's that simple. With Stamps.com, you get 5 cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off Priority Mail. I mean, that's a big discount. You get convenience. You get discounts. Give yourself a resolution you can actually keep this year. Stop going to the post office. Go to stamps.com and set Dump. (coughs) There's no risk. With promo code BUNKER. BUNKER. Get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, plus a digital scale. No long-term commitments. Or contracts. Just go to stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage. Type in the word. Bunker. That's stamps.com. Promo code. Bunker. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Mr. Producer. An especially good caller. Do you have one please? The great W.A.B.C. Dave in New York. Go. Sir, I honor you for your hard, hard work. Well, God and bless. I've, us. Been with, I've been with you for about three years. Thank you. And,
2: uh, and I didn't 13, even know you. Uh, good thirteen. Uh, that's me with the Constitution. It's eighth grade stuff, and it says right there, very explicitly, the president is the leader of his party, and that's what he needs to be. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. Constitution doesn't say the president is the leader of his party. It doesn't. No. Thanks for your call. Is this guy a hoax? No, it doesn't. Well, what a goofball. Called the wrong show. I actually know what's in the concept. doesn't say the president is the leader of his party. doesn't even have parties in the Constitution. Well, let's move on. Who was that, by the way? I forget. That was Dave. Let's go to Brent, Los Angeles, California. The great 870 AM, KRLA, where we're live and national. Go.
4: Hello, great one. I'm, yes, sir. I'm calling in because I'm very concerned because I think this is the first time I might be disagreeing with you on something. Yes, yes. And you were calling and hoping for Damn. Senator Mitch McConnell to dismiss the uh, impeachment. But I I'm, No, no, no. Let's
0: be very technical here. I said he should call it null and void while they were waiting, and he didn't. Because I knew they didn't have the votes, and now I say when they come over, you should have a vote to dismiss and let the chips fall where they may so the constituents of these various senators know exactly where they stand. This is a matter that should be dismissed. Go ahead.
4: Well, the reason I, I'm, I'm having a problem with that is I'm seeing it very differently. Yes. I'm seeing President Trump... Is now standing on Seminary Ridge at Gettysburg, and he's looking down upon the co- Confederate forces below, and he has a strategic and the moral high ground. And I think we should be crushing them in the Senate, and asking, you know, and engaging. What, we're, what we're,
0: Republicans in the Senate are you looking at? Uh, crushing uh, them in the Senate? Yes. It, 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 is that it, what you think they're going to crush them in the Senate? I think he'll he'll do just fine in the Senate, but I mean. Um, who, yeah, you? you think Mitch McConnell's George Washington?
4: He isn't. President Trump is.
0: But President I, Trump's not in the Senate.
4: I know, but what he I has
0: com- no control over this other than his lawyers making his case. He can't control what's going
4: on there. But it, it seems to me that there needs to be a public and official recognition of one, you know, of having one subpoena after another of all the people at. That well, that's trying-
0: not what's going to happen in this trial. They're going to debate one subpoena after another. Okay. Um, uh, how would that come to, to pass? Well, I the would... prosecutors have two articles of impeachment and they make their case for the articles of impeachment. Yes, they will argue that the, these subpoenas, yes, his lawyers will argue about judicial review, but how is that uh, accomplishing anything? We've already had these arguments. I'm saying defend the Constitution, defend the president, and the office of the presidency. Not some movie images you guys, you and others have in the back of your minds on how this is going to play out. No, this has to be killed. What's happened here is is uh, absolutely unacceptable.
4: Yes, it's a legal outrage, but we're dealing with it's a constitutional outrage. Yeah, it's a constitutional, legal, moral outrage. But it seems as if the we are winning, and President Trump is winning the battle for the hearts and minds of people. And so much the media has covered and covered. It's going to be very hard for them not to be covering the absolute absurdity if they keep... Supp- oh, really? So you don't think they'll
0: comment on it, twist it, spin it, or anything of the sort?
4: Well, of course they will attempt to do that. But hey, I think...
0: Nick, this, is, this is not the place for drama. This is the place for courageous men and women to stand up and put an end to this. And I don't think it hurts the president to do that either as a matter of fact the president would prefer it He's have, he said that this isn't this isn't some grand battle that you imagine like during the revolutionary war <clears throat> where the good guys have the upper hand we've always had the upper hand the, pro- the problem is this is the United States Senate where they fall asleep at their desks you want to have this battle have the battle political battle commercials you know that sort of thing, television, radio, and your communities make the case and so forth. This isn't the right place. Now, there'll be great arguments made on both sides. My concern is now, and here's what I want you to think about. What happens to the impeachment clause going forward, sir?
4: What happens to it?
0: Yeah. Uh, now, you can be impeached for anything. Yes. Okay. Okay the Senate needs to do is demonstrate that's not the case, that they're not going to tolerate it.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the problem. The problem is going forward. You've got to look at the next act, and the next act after that, and the next act after that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You can't impeach presidents for policy differences. You can't impeach a president as part of a coup. You can't impeach a president because your candidate lost. And that's exactly what's taking place here. That's what the Senate should say. They should put out a detailed statement. Kill this thing, explain why they're doing it. But they're not going to, so you're going to win. You're going to have what you want. They're not going to. All right, my friend, thanks for your call. But I want to vote. I want a roll call vote on a motion to dismiss. I want to know who's going where. I want to know who's going to defend the Constitution and condemn what just took place. Nick, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, XM Satellite. Go right ahead, please.
1: Hey, Mark, thank you very much for taking my call. You got Uh, it there. I just just had a question for you. Um, I know that the the Republicans don't have the votes to dismiss. I guess I was curious if the Chief Justice is able to issue a directed verdict.
0: Now, you know he's not going to do that.
1: Well, I know he's
2: not going to. I guess I'm just curious if he has that option. He, He
0: really doesn't. His job is ministerial. That's all it is. Make sure they're not shooting spitballs at each other. And if the parties are to loggerheads and they raise questions with the chief justice, the chief justice role is, uh, as I said earlier, it's ministerial. So there's not any circumstances in which he's going to do a directed verdict. This is not a courtroom.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just not. The Senate, look, the Republicans have a majority. Why don't they use it? All right, sir, thank you for your call. We'll be right
1: back.
4: Mark it's
0: been reported that Americans are overpaying on car insurance by over twenty-one billion dollars. But searching for a better deal can take hours and typically results in a barrage of unwanted spam calls. Until now, thanks to the zebra.com. free you can save up to six hundred and seventy dollars a year using thezebra.com whatever your economic situation the zebra is committed to helping you save how much can you save on car and home insurance go today and start saving at thezebra.com slash levin that's thezebra.com slash levin spelled t-h-e-z-e-b-r-a.com slash l-e-v-i-n As the new year begins, Hillsdale College thanks you for your loyalty to freedom. Since 1844, Hillsdale has held fast to its mission to provide the kind of education essential to preserving free government. And for decades, the college has extended its educational mission on behalf of Liberty through a variety of outreach programs. Perhaps you receive Primus for free every month or have taken one of Hillsdale's excellent free online courses or have attended one of Hillsdale's free regional events. Now, you know of Hillsdale's refusal to take even a penny of government money. This independence allows the college to focus on promoting its core purposes, learning, character, faith, freedom, without government interference. At no time in our nation's history has there been a greater need for this kind of classical liberal arts education that Hillsdale offers on its campus and nationwide. So during this season of Blessings, Hillsdale thanks you for your partnership in extending its mission to this country. Happy New Year from Hillsdale College. To learn more, visit levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com, levinforhillsdale.com. Let's have a little fun, though. Oh, Brian in Ohio. Brian in Ohio, serious? A disagreeer. Go. Hey, how are you doing, Mark? I'm lovely. Thank you, sir. Hey, thanks for having me on. Hey, um,
7: I would consider myself to be a moderate, moderate Democrat, and uh, I'm very frustrated with
0: the two-party. You're the, system, you're the to one, be
7: honest. Yeah, but anyway, very frustrated with the two-party system. And I think it's set up where both sides just, you know, fight and argue and claim their side. But you just know, join the side moderate,
0: of liberty, sir. Open your eyes. Open your mind.
7: Yeah, believe yeah.
0: in freedom. Embrace your country. Embrace the opportunities. Go ahead, sir.
7: Hey, I do. Hey, so with this whole impeachment thing, I'm just—I'm baffled that Republicans don't see the wrongdoing, Louder, of Trump and the abuse of power. And you know, you can maybe Louder. argue that, but I definitely don't see how you can argue the uh, uh, shoot the uh, corp- like a cooperation. Is this Joe Biden? <laughs> Joe Biden? No, no, no. Lack of cooperation with yet.
0: Congress. Wow, you ever hear of judicial review?
7: Well, yeah, but they're just going to block it up for years and years in the court system. So That's sir, it's not so, so what. It's not so what.
0: It's a court system. You court. can't impeach somebody for using the courts. You Say you're a moderate. Yes. Are you moderately smart this, or moderately stupid?
7: <laughs> I'd like to think moderately smart. Okay, uh, proven. Physically it. conservative. Uh, uh, not and, uh,
0: physically, fiscally.
7: Fiscally, sorry. Yes. Misspoke, and socially uh, liberal.
0: Congratulations.
7: So, so anyway, I, do you really see no wrongdoing from Trump whatsoever?
0: Nope.
7: Really? Okay. Next Truly. question. Yes. Uh, hey, wh- we have so much trust in the man who charged, accused of multiple sexual assault, filed multiple bankruptcies. Marble, marble, lawsuit.
0: Moderate why Democrat, everybody. Trust
7: in this man. Why do we have such trust in this man?
0: Are you talking about Bill Clinton again?
7: And uh, hey, Bill Clinton was no saint. I, I understand, but you know, talking about so Ted Kennedy, he's man?
0: gone. You shouldn't talk about him that way.
7: Yeah, you're not answering my question, Mark. Why do we have so much trust in a man who... All right, let me let me trust? explain
0: something to you, Mr. Phony Moderate Democrat. It's not a matter of having so much trust in this man. We have presidents, and they're elected every four years. While this man has been president of the United States, while you try and smear him for things he may or may not have done in the past, he's done no wrongdoing, none whatsoever. Hasn't touched any interns like John Kennedy and Bill Clinton. Hasn't cheated on his wife, certainly not as president, the way LBJ, JFK, and FDR, among others, did. Didn't turn the FBI on the media the way Obama did and the way LBJ did. Didn't turn the IRS on different uh, political opponents the way that FDR, uh, JFK, LBJ, and Obama did. Didn't imprison journalists the way Woodrow Wilson did and even John Adams and, and Abraham Lincoln. Didn't do any of those things, sir. Now, you're not a moderate Democrat. You're a fraud. and There's nothing I can do to get you to vote the right way. Period. But don't come on the show and lie. Goodbye, pal. Yes. Meanwhile, the media love this guy, Avenatti, and his former client, the porno star. And they know she's a porno star somehow. What happened to, what is it, Stormy Daniels? Michael Avenatti, where are they? How about that interview there, Cooper? I told you over there at CNN. His great interview with Stormy Daniels. Yes, Cooper, a low life. Cuomo, a low life. Filled with low lives over there. And Joe, Joe Scarborough. His high standards, yes. Yes. Who does he have as his guest today, everybody? Sharpton. For keen political analysis. Our media, Fantastic.
1: Hello
0: everybody, Mark Levin here, our number 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. Don't get me wrong, if we're going to have witnesses, and I don't want them, this should be dismissed. Then Rand Paul, Ted Cruz, and the others are right. You want Bolton? We get Hunter Biden. And by the way, Adam Schiff shouldn't be a prosecutor, Adam Schiff should be a defendant. So we'll see how that goes. But let's see how these five link Republicans should witnesses be called. Let's see if they're willing to stand behind the calling of some serious witnesses by the Republicans, including the phony whistleblower, so we can get to the bottom of that. Want to have a little bit more fun? More Joe Biden in the debate last night? For God's sakes, I know you didn't listen to that whole debate. Who the hell would do that? Cut 14, go.
4: If you're the nominee, is it going to be harder to run against President Trump if he's been acquitted and able to claim vindication, especially after what he said about your family?
5: It's irrelevant. There's no there's no choice but for Nancy Pelosi in the House to move. He has, in fact, committed impeachable offenses. Whether the Senate makes that judgment or not it's for them to decide. But and by the way, I'm told that uh, you know we. uh, that uh, I don't, I say we have to unite the country. And it's going to be harder after this trial. It may be. But look, you know, I understand how these guys are, this Republican Party. They've gone after, savage my surviving son, gone after me, told lies. All right, ho- hold on, ne- hold on,
0: hold on, hold on a second. And I understand in part what he's saying. But this is a man who had no problem destroying Bob Bork. This is a man who had no problem trying to destroy Clarence Thomas and dozens of others who came before his Judiciary Committee in the Senate because they wanted to serve their country as a judge. Joe Biden has been a hateful, vicious individual for much of his career in the United States Senate. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. And I don't remember Joe Biden standing up and saying, stop attacking Trump's family. Baron, 13, 14 years old, Don Jr., Eric, Ivanka, Jared, the son-in-law. I don't remember Joe Biden concerned about any of that. Go ahead.
5: On television, because they're flat-out lies. And uh, I did my job. The question is whether or not he did his job. And he hasn't done his job. And so it doesn't, it doesn't really matter whether or not he's gone after me. You know, I've Trump has be-
0: been, let's put this aside, has been an enormously successful president. I don't know how else you can measure this. He signs this China deal today. One of several that they have planned, I suppose, involving China. You notice the head genocidal dictator, China, wasn't present today, Xi, to save face. He sends his number two. Nobody could have gotten that deal signed. Nobody could have negotiated that deal but him. And he still has tariffs on China, which is an enemy state, on half the goods they send into this country. He hasn't let up yet. I mean, what do you want from a president? Particularly a president who's under constant, daily, vicious assault. He's got enormous accomplishments. I don't agree with everything that takes place. With any president. Reagan, so forth. But I mean, give credit where credit is due here on the, these big things he's getting done. You know what the hell Joe Biden never did? Go ahead.
5: But I think of the American
0: people. I can't
5: hold a grudge. I have to be able to not only fight but also heal. And as President of the United States, that's what I will attempt to do, notwithstanding that there are going to be more division after he's defeated by me this next time.
0: Well, well said. I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. More Joe Biden last night. Cut 15. Go.
5: And I'm not worried about taking on Donald Trump at all. And with regard to the economy, I can hardly wait to have that debate with him. Where I come from, the neighborhoods I come from, they're in
0: real trouble. The neighbors you come from, you live in a very wealthy neighborhood. I'm not against it, but stop pretending that you're some kind of blue-collar guy. You've never been a blue-collar guy. You went to law school. You were elected to the Wilmington City Council. From there, you went to the United States Senate. No lunch buckets. Go ahead.
5: ...class people and middle class people. When middle class does well, working class has a way up, and the wealthy do well. But what's happening now? They're being clobbered.
0: No, they're not. They were clobbered by you and your hero, Obama, with confiscatory taxes. They're being clobbered in these dark blue states, in New York, in New Jersey, in California, in Illinois, in Rhode Island. I go down the list. It's the blue-collar people. It's the middle class people who are leaving these states by the millions to go to red states with lower taxes or no taxes, like Tennessee, like Texas, like Florida, none of which have a state income tax, amazingly enough. People aren't leaving red states for blue states. People are leaving blue states for red states, where they stupidly vote like Democrats. I'm going to leave New York and go to Florida and ruin it. That's a story for another day. By the way, I haven't forgotten Tom Steyer. Hopefully I'll get back to him tomorrow. But this notion that the Democrats stand for the middle class and blue-collar workers is a lie, a flat-out lie. How so? Or against millionaires. How about being for wealth creation, for everybody, rather than trying to cherry-pick the economy and destroy it? How's that Obamacare working out with the deductibles and the rest? How's that working out? getting to see the doctors on time, the doctors you want to see. They're never held to account, these people. Open borders, illegal aliens coming in, dragging down wages, particularly for the poor and the middle class. Doesn't affect millionaires. Helps the Democrats get get votes. Enough of this crap where they stand for the middle class and blue-collar workers. No, they don't. Go ahead.
5: Killed. They now have in a situation where if they, the vast majority believe their children will never reach the stage that they read, they, they've reached
0: an next economic... Ah, shut up, you're rambling like a buffoon. Sound like Nancy Pelosi. It's embarrassing, really. You Look at that stage. You know, one guy's 77, another guy's 78, and I'm not against the elderly, I just don't think, when I'm 77 or 78, I'm presidential material. It's unbelievable. Bizarre, actually. Bernie Sanders on whether socialism will hinder his chances. Cut 16, go.
1: You call yourself a democratic socialist, but more than two-thirds of voters say they are not enthusiastic about voting for a socialist. Doesn't that put your chances of beating Donald Trump at risk?
6: Nope, not at all. And that is... Because the campaign that we are going to run will expose the fraudulency of who Donald Trump is.
0: You're not answering the question, moron. And of course you won't. Then he's going to get into this and we'll play a diatribe of fantasy world. Free health care for all. You shouldn't have to pay anything. Free college. Into it. You shouldn't have to have. Lo- we're, going to, we're going to have a green new deal. Di- oh, my God. We're going to create Disneyland for everybody. And you won't have to pay to get in. Well, how are you going to pay the wages of the workers? Don't worry, we'll figure it out. Who's going to make the rides? Who's going to care for the rides? Who's going to make the popcorn? Where's it all going to come? Don't worry, don't worry. Free, free, free for everybody. Go ahead. Is corrupt... He is a pathological liar. Actually, you are a pathological liar. And you've been your entire life pushing your Marxist bullcrap. You. I'm on to you, you jerk. I hope you're the nominee. I really hope he's the nominee. You don't make McGovern, the to defeat of McGovern, look like a joke. Go ahead.
6: He is a fraud. Now, when Trump talks about socialism, what he talks about Forget is about Trump hundreds.
0: talking about socialism. You talk about socialism. Let's talk about socialism. See, this, again, is the way it works. Attack Trump, attack Trump, attack... Answer the damn question, fella.
6: Go ahead. Billions of dollars in tax breaks and subsidies to the fossil fuel industry. Donald Trump is a businessman. Whoa, 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 man. whoa, whoa.
0: No, he didn't. He slashed taxes across the board for all businesses. The steel industry and steel workers. The coal industry and coal workers. Small businesses, medium businesses, large businesses. He wants them to compete internationally. He wants them to have the funds to hire people and reinvest in research and development and capital. That's what you do. Instead of turning it over to bloated, fat bureaucracies run by old, fat, bloated Marxists. Go ahead.
6: Received $800 million in tax breaks and subsidies to build luxury housing. My democratic socialism... I have no
0: idea what he's talking about, and neither does he. 800, what did he say? Million. Over what period of time? So what he'll do, this is what a good Marxist do. They create enemies like Saul Linsky. Hate the oil companies... Hate the insurance companies, hate the drug companies, just hate the companies. And he'll fix it. Love government, lots and lots of government. Love bureaucracy, love regulations, love red tape, because that's what you're going to get. Go ahead. Healthcare
6: is a human right. We're going to raise the minimum wage. Healthcare
0: is not a human right. If healthcare is a human right for the thousandth time, why is the VA such a problem? It's a government-run institution. And Bernie Sanders, by the way, didn't support the Trump reform that would allow vets to go to other facilities. He didn't support it. So if health is a right, and you're a veteran, and you go to the VA, and you can't get the drugs you want immediately, does that sound like a right to you? You can't see the doctor you want to see. Does that sound like a right to you? Well, you have to wait for certain surgical procedures, does that sound like a right to you? And I'm not attacking all the VA and all the doctors and the people who work hard in this system. I'm making a point. Just running around saying something's a right doesn't make it happen. Healthcare is a right. No liberties are right. And what about the doctors and the nurses? What about the people who work at the hospitals? What's their rights? They have to come in morning, noon, and night in order to make sure everybody else has a right? And this is a man who believes health care is a right for illegal aliens who happen to come into the country. Now, anybody who thinks this can work, raise your hand. Nobody. Unless you're a, a high on marijuana or something worse Bernie Sanders supporter. Go ahead. It's
6: an hour. We're going to make public colleges and universities tuition-free. We're going to have a Green New Deal and create up to $20 million saving the planet for our children and our grandchildren. Now, let me ask
0: you something. This ideologue is going on and on about what he's going to do. This is a very, very dangerous fanatic. Dangerous fanatic. Green New Deal, he throws that out there. Sounds cool, right? We'll destroy our economic system, and destroy your quality of life. Destroy it. $15 minimum wage. Destroy thousands of small businesses in this country. Shut them down. Create massive unemployment. Public colleges and universities for free. Why? Is there so much good stuff going on in our public colleges and universities? More and more indoctrination. More and more anti-Semitism. More and more intolerance for free speech. Conservatives need not apply. Well, why should that be free? Who's going to pay for all this? You. Go ahead. We are
6: going to take on the greed and corruption of the pharmaceutical industry and the insurance companies. You know,
0: ladies and gentlemen, put things in perspective. The greediest entity in America is the federal government. They never cut their spending. Whether they produce something or not, they never cut their spending. The insurance companies have become the playthings of the federal government. We're going to go after the pharmaceutical companies. Do you want Bernie Sanders in charge of the pharmaceutical companies? I mean, think about this. Particularly if you're ill, particularly with a rare disease, I want you to think about this. He wants to massively increase the public sector. He wants to massively increase spending on public colleges and universities through our taxes, obviously. He wants to attack our economic system and our energy. He's going to go after corporations, which as I played the other day for you, he used to talk about nationalizing them. Now not so much. That's Bernie Sanders. I hope Trump runs against Bernie Sanders. I hope he's their nominee and we crush this ideology once and for all. Although it won't be once and for all, but at least once. I'll be right back.
1: Mark Levin.
0: Mike in Colorado, the great KVOR. Go! Mark Levin, the great one. It's
2: great to be on your show nationwide. Thank Listen, you. I, I was. I, I Don't listened blow to Your it. whole first hour. Your whole first hour, you were yes. angry. You came out yelling, and now I know why. Because I came over to watch this whole thing where uh, they went through and she signed the papers and they handed out these golden crusted
0: pens on a yep. silver platter, and it makes yep. me
2: angry as hell.
0: And by the way, this- before that, did you see the media? with these articles on the table, how they work with the... They're taking endless pictures of the articles on the table that just happened to be set there, put there for Nancy Pelosi to eventually sign. And did you notice she's smiling when she's handing out the souvenir pens?
2: Taking pictures afterwards. And then, yes. oh, she, her eyes lit up like a Christmas tree. And then yes. and Maxine, she's a filthy line cutter. She cut all the way from the other side to get her pen third in line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, oh, my goodness, that's making me sick, Mark, making me absolutely sick.
0: Sometimes you got to have passion, baby. That's what's, the way it what's, works.
2: What's the real deal? Uh, they're golden crusted pens, and they had so many of them on silver platters. What, why did she have to sign with every pen herself and then hand out the pens? What's the real—
0: Because wh- they're going to take the pens. This is how it works in Washington. If you've ever been into the office of a senator or congressman, they're going to frame the pens— with a little brass plaque showing how historic it is and how valuable these pens are and they're going to hang them on their walls like some kind of hunting trophy and this is how sick this is this is how sick this is but you know what history will have the last laugh what's taking place here if there is a just history and there will be at some point it'll be they while she says that Trump will be forever impeached Nancy Pelosi will be forever, forever, a fascistic moron. And uh, history can't fix that. I'll be right back.
2: The Mark Levin Show, live and national. At
0: 877-381-3811. Simply Safe Home Security. It's like getting commercial-grade enterprise-level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. There's a break-in. Simply Safe uses real Video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350 percent faster than for a normal burglar alarm. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. You can set up your own Simply Safe system with no tools needed, or Simply Safe experts can do it for you. It's only 50 cents a day. No contracts. Here's what you do. Go to simplysafemark.com today to get free shipping on your order plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafemark.com to save on home security today. Simplysafemark.com. We have it. You should get it, too. Let's see. Attila. Well, we want to talk to Attila in Kewanee, Wisconsin, the great WTAQ. I, I assume, Attila, that's got to be somewhat near Green Bay. Is that correct?
8: That's correct, Mark.
0: What do you think? Think your team's going to do it?
8: Um, there's always hope, Mark. There's always hope.
0: <laughs> you got a few holes, but you do have that Aaron Rodgers. By the way, and I mean this not to offend anyone in WTAQ country. We'll get back to your point, but I have a question. The word out there is he's not very nice to his family members. Is that true or false
8: you know i'm I'm maybe I'm one of those rare people who don't stalk professional people uh I really don't know much about his personal life except for who his girlfriend is
0: <laughs> all right well there well, boy, well, then you are stalking anyway go right ahead
8: okay um. Yeah. Um, before I get to my point, uh, one thing I think you've been trying, you've you've elaborated on that some of the callers aren't picking up on uh, tonight is that why why the dismissal in in the Senate needs to happen is because of the repudiation uh, of what's transpired in Congress.
0: Yes, it's, I it's keep saying that.
8: Right, and and I don't understand why people can't understand to reject the premise.
4: Mm-hmm. You reject
8: the whole thing. It's, it's just a direct violation of the Constitution. So we must repudiate it and throw it out, just like you said. Dismiss it.
0: And, and that's for the sake of the future of the country, our constitutional system, the office of the presidency. We're going to see more and more of this, and I'll tell you what. Republicans won't do this to Democrats. They should, but they won't. And they should in order to stop them. And stop the practice, but the Democrats will continue to do this. Anyway, what was your other point?
8: Okay, um, I I really don't understand this this Mark. Uh, how is it that we have a have have a, a process to where the the very people who you named um, these senators and the Democrat Party are going to end up being on the jury? against their political opponent during an election year.
0: Well, they're allowed to be, but it's it's the lies that they tell. Well, Nancy Pelosi emphasized that it's supposed to mean impartial process. Impartial process? Then they tell you it's a political process. Well, then that's not an impartial process. So what they're doing is what they always do. They'll change the standard to accommodate their ends. The ends justify the means, like good reds. That's the bottom line. They're frauds. Witnesses, no. In the House, in the Senate, yes. Their witnesses are relevant, material. Republican witnesses are never relevant, never material. They're in a hurry, then they're in a slowdown. We know what's going on here. So it ought to be rejected. I don't know why. I saw another wonderful senator, Senator Kennedy, up there saying, we're going to have a fair process. So the only fair process is to repudiate what's come before you. Reject it and explain to the American people why. Why? That's it. All right. It's not going to happen anyway. Thank you for your call, my friend. Who else do we have, Rich? I can't see here. Susan, the great WABC in Brooklyn. Go.
1: Yes. Okay. The Green New Deal, that was put together over a weekend with AOC. You're right. Uh, her her now defunct um, so-called campaign manager, who yep. is now banned because of all of the campaign finance um, discrepancies, mm-hmm. and that there's even, I think, some potential criminal.
0: Um, First of all, the Green New Deal is the old Red Deal. That's what we know, as a matter of fact.
1: They admitted it. They said it isn't going to do what it's anything for the environment. It's just about. Taking over the industries and the economics so that they can gain power. And then they will, comp- they're trying to just dismantle and take over all of the revenues and, and uh, great businesses uh, fraudulently. They've already admitted it, they're on tape. Really? So, and then Bernie Sanders gets up there last night and says the Green New Deal, and no one questions him. This is public information.
0: Nah, the Green New Deal's in, climate change is in, open borders are in. Like I always say, there's no space between the media and the Democrat Party because they're one and the same thing.
1: Fraudulent.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Good call, Susan. We have anyone else, Mr. Beducer? I can't see. Corey, WGBS in Indiana? WGBF yes, in Indiana. Of course. course. Yes.
2: I'd like to start by saying what an honor it is to speak to you, Mr. LeVan.
0: Thank you. You can call Uh, me Mark. Thank you.
2: Okay. Uh, Well, uh, you may have said it in jest earlier when you were talking about Bernie Sanders. Um, I have a niece that she's been a Bernie Sanders supporter in the last election, in this election. And uh, you made a point that uh, maybe all the conservatives should be Bernie Sanders supporters right now.
0: Uh, Did I say that? I don't remember saying that.
2: Well,
0: (coughs) I said I would love to see Trump run against Sanders.
2: Bernie Sanders. Yep, that's true. Bernie Sanders is the reddest of all the Democrats right now.
0: Yep, he's proud of it, too.
2: Yes, he is. And if Donald Trump could ever run against him that would really bring it out to what what the left is in this country. I agree. Uh, and I just uh, would love to see the same thing. And so I think all conservatives should be Bernie supporters.
0: I get it. Tongue and cheek. You know corner. what? Yes, I agree with you.
2: Let's let's that would get it out there.
0: But let, let's know. be serious for a minute. Let me ask you a question. Although we're serious about that. Look at this lineup they have. They're trying to rally around Biden to stop the leftists, right? Yes. Biden is a certifiable idiot.
2: He is. Uh, yes, he is. Uh, the, and I,
0: All right, my friend. My brilliance has caused you to stop speaking, but I thank you for your call. Who's next, Rich? Anyone? Anyone? XM Satellite, Vancouver, Washington. Laura, how are you?
1: I am good, Mark. How are you today?
0: Let me look. Very well, thank you.
1: <laughs> I'll get to my point. Isn't it possible for the Senate to dismiss the articles of impeachment yes. with prejudice, sure. like a frivolous lawsuit?
0: Well, it won't matter if it's with prejudice or not. Just dismiss it.
1: Yeah, exactly. But they won't. I mean, we, the, we,
0: the people, are pissed. But they won't. They've that. convinced themselves. Wait, wait. Well, we're here in the Senate here. We, uh, we're going to be bipartisan. We're going to have a trial. We're going to show America how it's impartial justice. May call witnesses in phase two. We shall see. But to McConnell's defense, he has to deal with five of these weak links. And they, they won't go along. They want to have the opportunity to call witnesses. So they're going to do Nancy Pelosi's bidding because she didn't want witnesses. And so they're going to do Nancy Pelosi's bidding. So you see some smart conservatives like Cruz who are saying, "Okay," and and even Rand Paul, Libertarian, saying if they call Bolton or whomever, then we get to call witnesses, too. So they don't want want witnesses. But if you're going to call witnesses, then let's do it.
1: Exactly. Well, between that and the Soleimani love fest with the Democrats and the media... Sick! I've lost my mind.
0: (laughs) No, no, they've lost theirs. And I'll tell you something else. The president has had a spectacular couple of weeks. He takes out this guy Soleimani. He's just signed this deal with Red China. Uh, He's pushing this new deal for North America. I mean, while they're trying to destroy him and burden him and eviscerate his presidency, this guy's like superhuman, Superman in so many respects. I don't know who else could put
1: up with this. Do you? No, nobody else could. My my image of him in my mind is like a, a linebacker going and then having like five monkeys on the back, trying to get those off and run the ball.
0: Well, I, I like that linebacker analogy. All right, my friend, very good call. We'll be right back.
1: Much Lovin'.
0: Thanks to our friend Brian at Right Scoop, we know for 10, 15, 20 seconds after the end of the debate what Elizabeth Warren was saying to Bernie Sanders and it ain't pretty go
1: I think you called me a liar on national TV what? I think you called me a liar on national
6: no, TV let's not do it right now you want to have that discussion we'll have that Anytime. discussion. you call me you told me all right let's not do it now. Not, I don't want to get no I just want to say hi Bernie yeah good
0: that's Tom Starr. I, I, I don't want to get I just want to say hi Bernie yeah yeah good <laughs>
4: I think you
1: called
0: me a liar on TV? National TV? Oh, yeah. Oh, I think you called me a liar. I don't want to get into it now. Let's have that discussion.
1: Okay, let's have that discussion.
0: Like Trotsky debating uh, Lenin. Unbelievable. Well, they're both liars on national TV. Can't help that. In Virginia, ladies and gentlemen, there's all kinds of uh, unconstitutional bills throwing around. It's much like the Democrats in the House. They have a one-vote majority in the state Senate, five-vote majority in the 100-member assembly. They control all the constitutional offices. Member Northam with the black face and the comments about post-birth uh, abortion. The lieutenant governor is accused by two independent women of raping them. And then there's the attorney general who also has a blackface situation in his background, and but they're all moved hard left. So, the Washington Post loves them, particularly Northam. Now he's been completely rehabilitated, because he's pushing the Bernie Sanders agenda in Virginia. If they can crack Virginia, they figure they can crack the entire South. And so now they want to outlaw basically private, um shooting locations, Mr. producer. What do we call them? Galleries? Gun ranges. They want have private gun ranges. Or you have to register them. They want to limit magazines. 10 bullets. They want to limit sales. They want registration of anything that is considered semi-automatic. Now, we've talked about this. All that means is you pull the trigger, and a bullet comes out. Pull the trigger fast, and the bullets come out fast. It's not an automatic weapon, but the dunces out there don't understand it, so how many more times can I explain it? They got a lot of other ideas. Remember the Equal Rights Amendment, which is dead? They want to breathe life into it. They want to pass it. Wouldn't that be great? First of all, virtually every statute in this country has been turned into, quote-unquote, part of the Equal Rights Amendment. But this is a big problem because it would give the government the power, again, to eviscerate the physical, rational, understandable differences between a vagina and a penis. May I say that, Mr. Producer? And I have to be honest with you. I'm tired of people... And I'm tired of hearing about people who decide to add a penis, eliminate a penis, make a vagina, what they're doing with them, how they're doing it with them, and then labeling them as civil rights. I'm sick and tired of it. And then in in school systems like California and others, they're going to teach kids about this. Tell me, which teachers qualified to teach this stuff? And why should they teach it at all? Isn't it amazing? We pay hundreds of billions of dollars into these government schools, and we have absolutely no say about what takes place. Isn't this amazing? We pay trillions of dollars into the federal government, this massive bureaucracy. We have absolutely no say in what goes on. None. And if you elect a president who dares to question them and try and curb them and so forth, They try to destroy him. They want to put him in prison. I've said it many times, and I'll say it again. In many respects, we live in a post-constitutional America. And it's getting worse. Because the Constitution stands between us and tyranny. Us and the Democrats. Us and the status progressives. It's the truth. Here's Ralph Northam at a press conference today, declaring an emergency, <coughs> because tens of thousands of Second Amendment believers are going to gather at the Capitol in Richmond, Virginia, in the not-so-distant future. I forget when it is, is. I would tell you. Cut eight. go.
6: No weapons will be allowed on the Capitol grounds. This includes everything from sticks and bats
0: Ah, forget about him I can't stand him how much time do I have so there it is and by the way this includes police officers as I understand it isn't that fascinating ExpressVPN is the software that I thousands of you use every day to protect our data online the time since I started using ExpressVPN hacking methods have grown much more sophisticated Now, as an individual Internet user, you don't need an IT department. You can't afford an IT department to protect you from online threats. What you do need is ExpressVPN. I've been talking about ExpressVPN on my show for so long that you already understand why encrypting your network data is crucially important to protect your privacy and confidentiality. Some of you still haven't acquired it, and I'm not sure why. Maybe, Maybe you think that security threats don't affect you personally. But that's not the way I look at it. Not using ExpressVPN is like leaving your front door unlocked every time you go out. Sure, nothing happens for for years. But when a break-in does happen, it's devastating. And one of the easiest ways to secure your Internet data is with ExpressVPN. You click one button on your computer or smartphone and you're protected. So my question is, are you ready to get it? Sure. Sure. Visit my special link right now, expressvpn.com/mark. Get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Protect your Internet today with the VPN I trust to keep my data safe. Go to expressvpn.com/mark to get started. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, all you folks keeping us safe. And I want to salute all you patriots out there <clears throat> who believe in this country. Stand strong. We got a lot of fighting to do in order to to, uh, keep our republic. I'll see you tomorrow.